You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to Nintendo Club Podcast. Joining today to discuss the current generation of consoles here in December 2013 is Aaron Rivera. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, Tim. Looking pretty cold over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got my hat, my uh, jacket, and a sweatshirt in December. And when it gets cold, I got to suit up for the podcast, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's cold when you're under blankets and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, today um, we're just going to be discussing uh, what's going on with the consoles right now. It's they, A bunch of them just launched. We did a kind of pre, uh, pre-game pre the show about this back in I think probably September or something like that, right? Yeah, it was a while ago. So we thought, hey, why not let's do let's let's see what actually happened and see where things stand and kind of go through it here. So, um, where do you want to start with this discussion? Um, let's uh, start talking about the PlayStation first. Cool. So yeah. uh, I guess the first thing it's just um, before we get to that. This seemed like a really fast ramp up. They got announced, you know, this year and released this year, much faster than I think in any previous uh, generation. I think the Wii U it took a, a year or two before, or you know, before it launched. Before yeah, announcement date. I remember the the Wii U was announced at E three, um, two thousand eleven, I believe, came out uh, two thousand twelve. So it was a little more than a year actually before it actually came out. Um, and I remember thinking back at the previous E3s, you know, around 2010, 2011, that maybe they were going to say something about the about the next gen consoles for Sony and uh, uh, yeah, the new Xbox. But I never heard anything, so it was a little bit surprising. And I'm curious: did one of these two decide to launch this year, and then the other one was like, "Let's rush this out the door," so we're there too, kind of thing? I don't know. That's the kind of backdoor stuff we don't know about. Yeah, I feel like Sony would be the ones to kind of lead that. Because um, 360 right. was the, the um, I guess not the leader as far as numbers, but I think even, I, let me say rephrase that, because I think PS3 at the end of its lifetime had better support and better games than the 360 did. So I think Sony just wanted new hardware to get out the door. Yeah, and yeah, I think Microsoft that's Sony. Content, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sony definitely needed... That change, um, yeah, I feel like the, the 360, um, it definitely went on for a couple more years. And I think, like, the, the fan base would have been content with that. And, and so would uh, a lot of uh, video game developers. So. Yeah. So, yeah, they both launched this year. They had their announcements. And what we actually got were two very similar pieces of hardware, uh, except for how big the stuff is and kind of the feature set of some of the stuff. But... Um, do you want to start with, you know, PS4 and what that product is and what it's all about? Yeah. So we'll kind of do a little side-by-side comparison of the two of the two consoles, and then you'll kind of see that they are really similar. Um, now, what I've been told is that the PlayStation was a little bit, um, although the specs are pretty similar to the uh, to the new Xbox One, um, that the Sony PlayStation 4 basically... Um, is just a little bit a little bit higher in the specs in that it has a little bit um, higher quality hardware. Yeah. So so basically, um, the system when you see it, you know, it's a little bit smaller footprint. 
Um, a little. It's it's tiny. It's like a it's really tiny slim. It's a small console. Okay, it's got to be. I mean, it's not it's not Wii U size, but it's small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only seen uh, like some photos of it standing up next to the controller. So that's really all I have. Yeah, there. it's really thin. Um, it's only compared to the Xbox One. It's just loud. Yeah. Um, um, it has a matte finish. It's black, um, and. It has a little light, uh, like LED strip on there when it's on. Um, also to let you know of other types of notifications. Um, and the controller is pretty similar to the PlayStation 3 controller, but it is very They spaced different. it out a little, little bit more, so mm-hmm. it's less um, hard on the hands, so things are spread out more with the analog sticks. Yeah. And I, I'd say it's more premium built, but still... Basically the same layout that I'm not a huge fan of, and um, but but with that said, if you like that layout, it's it's the best version of that layout to date. Yep. Um, now, as far as the processor, um, it has um, eight cores and it's 64 bit. It's an AMD processor, um, and the graphics processor um, can process or handle up to 1.8 teraflops. Um, so it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> now, something I want to bring up is these are both basically Intel, Intel PCs. Is that right? Um, not sure. Or, um, I don't know, but they're AMD. They're, AMD. Okay. But these are gaming computers in console yeah. format now. Yeah. Uh, I guess a, a question I have is for these consoles, is it possible we will see a, I want to call it like a PS4 Plus, like a um, in, in four years, we'll have a mid-console upgrade where you can play, kind of like how N64 had the 8-megabyte expansion pack thing. Do you think these consoles will have their 8-megabyte expansion pack be a brand-new console with higher specs? Same design, but maybe some games run better, like the 8-megabyte uh, uh, RAM thing did for N64. And maybe some games require the new hardware, just like the uh, Nintendo add-on did with certain games you needed that. Do you think that is a possibility? I doubt that would be a possibility only because, you know, they, I mean, as far as like the console console side of uh, things, they're more willing to stick with the console for a long period of time without making, you know, radical changes in it. And, a lot of people will still be playing on it. Whereas um, my question though, is, is it, yeah. is it historically true because every generation has been, it's been harder to do those mid upgrade upgrades. So like yeah. historically speaking, you know, it would make sense to do before, but now we're at the time and age where it's a computer that, you know, you have for windows and, you know, now they can just yeah. let, let's stick, uh, let's double the RAM in this next console, uh, which is the same PS4, or just like plus or something. I don't know if they'd want to do that, but maybe that's something they oh, do. Oh, so now I understand what you're saying. A little bit different. I was thinking along the sort of, sort of different lines. But yeah, I, I might be able to see that to where they could come out with the system that has a little bit more to it because. Um, with the it's like the, I mean, you could you think of it as like this: the PS4 could live for twenty years, just upping yeah. the spec every couple of years. Like, yeah, I don't know if they'll want to go that far, but yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking with the with the original 360, you know, that one 
seemed a little bit slow as they started coming out with the system updates. And then they came out with the 360 Slim. And I picked that up, and it was definitely it seemed a little bit a little bit quicker than the than the previous model. So that might have been one example where they did something like that. Yeah. So that's just something I wanted to address because that that's a true possibility in this generation for PS4 and the Xbox One. I'm not sure if the Wii U has that. It's not a as computery as the other ones. I don't think the uh, PS4, the Wii U. I don't oh, think that oh, is. Yeah, the Wii. U. It's different architecture still. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, PlayStation 4, the RAM, um, it uses uh, GDDR5, which is a big deal because that is a video uh, uh, video card type RAM that is very fast, and they use it across the entire system, not just on uh, the video card. Um, and they have 8 gigs of that for, for system memory. It's pretty good. Yeah. The old PS3 had like 1 or 2. Yeah, I think I had two. Yeah. So, um, and for the hard disk drive, um, it has 500 gigs, um, and user swappable five, though. User swappable. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can swap it out, and also has I believe you can plug in your own hard drives through USB. Um, those potentially. I don't think that's there yet though. Okay. Potentially. Um, and so that's quite a bit of space. And also, well, you say that, but all the games are like 40, 50 gigabyte yeah, installs, right? Yes, yeah, so I was about to say. And even disc installs, you have to install stuff from the disc now, which I'm glad Wii U does not do that. Quite honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, that could easily be taken up after about 10 games or so. Yeah. Um, which would suck. Yeah. Um, it can read uh, Blu rays and DVDs, um, and potentially audio CDs if they patch that in. Yeah. No reason to believe it can't. It was funny because the the PS the PlayStation line has always been um, the first one. You know, not a, I mean, that was less the case, but audio CDs was what the original one played. You know, so if you need an audio CD player, just get a PlayStation 1. If you need yeah. a DVD player, just get a PlayStation 2 because it was cheaper that way. If you need a Blu-ray player, get a PlayStation 3. It's cheaper that way. PS4 is like, um... We play Netflix. <laughs> like they're not they're not this is Sony not trying to promote some certain technology that's proprietary to them. It's the first, I'd say, truly gaming console they've released. That might be I don't know. Um I might anger some Sony people out there, but this seems like a console that wasn't mandated by corporate to push some sort of entertainment technology except for gaming. So I think that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Um, and, and, you know, this kind of goes along with what uh, someone from Sony said this a few weeks ago, that it was a big deal for them to have Nintendo succeed because they need to have someone else that is in the market that is just a traditional, you know, system just for playing games. Um, so, so they needed somebody else out there doing that. So they weren't the only ones just playing games. So. Yeah. And I, it would be such a sad world if it was just Sony and Microsoft because... What's the point? They're all the, they're both so similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it has Bluetooth two point one. Got wireless up to N speeds. Doesn't have the new fancy. Um, I don't know what's called. They had a two eleven uh, AC. AC. Yep. Yeah. So it's got Ethernet and then two USB ports. Uh, USB yep. three ports. Sorry. Yeah. So those are used for uh, charging, I believe. I don't know if you can actually transfer anything over the USB three. Ports, maybe they will do that at some point. Yeah, 
And then HDMI out, and it has thank thank you Sony an optical audio out on like the Wii U, which I'm sad does not have. Yeah, but it's, it's in there, so yeah. it's cool. So, so it's the hardware of it. Um, yeah. Do you want to move on the Xbox One hardware? Do you want to talk about more PS4 stuff? Uh, let's move on to the Xbox One, and then we'll kind of compare what what each one has to offer. Okay. Uh, yeah. Price for uh, four hundred four hundred bucks for the PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. no camera included. <laughs> uh, the Xbox One, bestly described as a, just think the NES and the VHS player kind of hooked <laughs> up, and just a yeah. big uh, creation out of that kind of thing. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, "What are they releasing a VCR?" I was like, I... <laughs> "Yeah, it has uh, design cues from a VH, uh, VHS and a NES," I think. Uh, but basically the design is let's build this kind of like a tank with, we don't really care how it looks cause it's being stuck near a tenant center. So yeah, let's just spit it out kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I never thought of it that way, but they did make it pretty simple design and just really, you know, this large box, it just sits there. They do want it to kind of be the central hub of your home entertainment. So it'll just, oh, yeah. be, it'll it'll just be sitting yeah. there. You know, all the time it's a big black box. They don't really care about the design. So now, um, as far as hardware issues between the two, they both have had their issues. These um, the PS4 has had some bricked ones. The Xbox One has had faulty disk drives. Uh, so, even though this is built like a tank, it's got redundant fans, I think, and has a lot of redundant parts to make sure they don't have a rendering a death issue. They are still having some disk drive issues, oddly enough. Yeah. I mean, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know. Uh, you has no hardware difficulties. Yeah. Unless, unless you're one of those stupid idiots that unplugs the power during a firmware update. Because <laughs> we did have reports like, this took really long, so I unplugged it while it was updating. <laughs> yeah. So unless you're like that, you want to hardware issues with your Wii U. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a core processor, uh, slightly yeah. slower processor, though, right? Yeah, it's a little bit slower. Uh, it can do 1.3 teraflops on on the GPU as well, so that's a little bit less performance than the PlayStation Four. Yeah, and I don't think it will matter a whole lot, and except for the exclusives, right? That that will maybe make a difference. Yeah, so it doesn't matter so much, uh, but I will get to something a little bit later on where I think it might matter. Okay, uh, eight gigabytes of memory, but it's slower memory, right? Yeah, so this is a DDR3, um, and this is basically the RAM that, you know, we use in our computers now. I mean, it's it's still quick, but um, it's definitely, it's been out for a while. It's not as good as the GDR, GDDR5 that is in the PlayStation 4. But, okay. Uh, pretty high capacity still, and it's pretty quick. Yeah. I've been noticing Google Hangouts is not being... Uh... As as nice this week. So if you listen, if you're listening to the audio, if you're hearing some artifacts, that's uh, Google being overloaded tonight for whatever reason. And my apologies if that's the case. Um, so uh, there's a hard drive. This one, the same 500 gigabyte hard drive, because that's less expensive for those guys. They couldn't spend another twenty dollars and get a two terabyte one in there or something. Yeah. Uh, now the PS4 has a laptop size drive. The Xbox One is a full three and a half inch drive you would use on a desktop computer. Uh, another difference here, though, is you can't. It's not user accessible. Accessible. The this hard drive in the Xbox One, you will actually probably break your console trying to get to it because it's so hard to get to. And if you try to get to it and replace it, it actually voids your warranty. So 
Um, don't touch that. They don't want you to touch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and as much as the OS itself, the operating system for Xbox One, has no hard drive management features whatsoever except for deleting games. It will not tell you, it will not let you, um, it will not tell you when you're out of space. It'll just automatically delete stuff you haven't been playing for a while. It won't, uh, and I don't think, I'm not sure as far as sizes of installs. If, I mean, it's, it's just not there. So um, hard drive management uh, is not there. You don't know when you're getting close unless you get a calculator out kind of thing, add up all your installs. Like it's, it's, they don't want you to think about the hard drive, basically. Yeah. You know, one thing I was thinking about this is, uh, you know, they want to kind of be seen as, you know, the the system of the future, you know, the the one that you'll be using way into the future. And they're trying to kind of proof it by, by adding in all these new features. But, yeah, they still kept around the 500 gig hard drive that you can't, you can't switch out, you know, you can't, you can't upgrade it or at least not, I mean, have like a larger size on it. Um, I'm sure those will come out in future editions. Um, yeah. USB storage may happen as well. I personally love the approach Nintendo took. You're not, well, first off, they're not installing games to the hard drive, in this case, a solid state drive. And I love the fact that it is solid state drive, so I can toss it around a bit more without worrying about it. clicks happening on my hard drive. And uh, you can use USB storage when you do want to install all these digital games. So. <laughs> Best of both worlds, I think, here. So, anyways. Yeah. And so, for these consoles, my understanding is for mo- for PS4 and Xbox One, the disc is, once it's installed, just acts as, like, a license key. Am I right there? Yeah, that's basically what I've heard. So, you install the game, and then you have to have it in to be able to play it. Um, instead of just, you know, like the Wii U, it'll just show up on, you know, like, if you download something from the store for example, um, that will just show up and you can just start playing it. And you can also do this with the PlayStation. And um, uh, Yeah, they have day one digital releases. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But if you go purchase a physical copy, you do always have to put it in whenever you play. So now I wonder like, when, well, when is there going to be a master disc <laughs> that just, you know, acts like every disc and doesn't allow you to install stuff, it acts as the license key, so you just have to rent it that once, and uh, you're yeah. good. <laughs> I wonder when that will happen. Could, that will happen. Could happen at some point. Yeah. But, so uh, the, the big difference here, though, with... Um, well, I guess let's get to... So it has USB 3, it has uh, Ethernet, has wireless up to N, it has a 5 gigahertz spectrum, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Um, no AC. And it also uh, uses Blu-rays, um, which is what it's a Sony uh, Sony. Yeah, it's the same like five bucks for every console yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of nice that they start using Blu-ray because I remember with the 360 they were doing that uh, HD DVD. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a Blu-ray player for your Xbox 360. I might be wrong. I don't know if you can. I do remember you can get the HD DVD attachment. Yep. Um, I don't remember any Blu-ray. Boy, HD DVDs. That was the thing. (laughs) Uh, This console also is HDMI in. So the premise is you hook up your your Apple TV to this and you can watch stuff through that. I'm joking. It's for your stupid cable box that no one has anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Or at least my generation doesn't have anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it it seems like for the people who want to use this, you know, they'll be using all the time. I think the majority of people aren't going to be using this. It seems like just another, 
kind of hassle. That's a hard sell because, like, you have one person that plays games in your family, and the wife or kids want to turn on the TV, and it's like, honey, the stupid Xbox is on. How do I get to my TV? (laughs) And I I don't see that. If there's one break, if there's one, like, instance where the spouse or uh, people in the household are having problems accessing and watching TV, that is not going to last very long. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I heard of some people saying that they wanted to get a PlayStation uh, 4 so that they could plug it into their... uh, Yeah, lags me way too great. Yeah, so that's what I heard when I was at the uh, the midnight launch for uh, Mario and and the 3DS and things. Yep. I heard some people talking about that. I don't know how well that would work. I've heard bad stories about that. <laughs> what I would plug into is my Apple TV if I did get an Xbox One, which would be hilarious because it's Apple and plugging into a Microsoft box. <laughs> that would just be the most ironic of ironics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. So, uh, comparison sake, as far as hardware, uh, both uh, will allow you to record and stream games, sort of. Um, so, Xbox One allow you to record stuff locally to, or actually to SkyDrive, and then you can push out wherever. Uh, coming in January, they're going to add Twitch streaming, I believe. Uh, and right now, PS4 allows you to just stream right out the Twitch, and it's pretty sweet, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, seems like a pretty pretty nice feature. And I've also heard uh, with PlayStation 4 right now, it can just share to your friends, so your friends can just, you know, look right into what you're playing, you know. Um so that would be pretty helpful, you know, if you're playing a single-player game, uh, one of your friends has never played a game, wants to check it out, uh, you know, join a chat with them and just show them the game. Or if you're having a hard time at a spot, and you know, you can talk to one of your friends and they can help you out. through Exactly. And I, I believe PS4 has system-wide voice chat, so wherever you're on the console, you can just come chat with people. Um, Microsoft has system-wide Skype snapping. Um, I'm not sure if they have voice chat, though. Yeah, I was wondering what they were going to do. I haven't messed around with either of these these consoles, but I remember with my 360 when they did um, uh, finally do like a voice chat. It was this party feature, and it was pretty annoying because some games, you know, you couldn't be in the party while you were playing, and then there were some uh, that didn't have any chat features. So you had to be in a party, but it would only allow up to eight people, and it was just it was a pretty difficult thing to use, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as far as you know, Wii U started this nice big trend of that's where the 3DS and, and original DS started this trend of dual screen gaming. So yeah. Nintendo kind of kicked that off DS, 3DS, and Wii U. So these guys come along with Smart Glass on Xbox One, which is an app you install on pretty much any tablet or phone you have out there. And PS4 has the Vita for their second screen, and I think only for kind of the off-TV features of the Wii U. Um, But as far as... And there's also a PS4 app for the iPhone, that kind of stuff. So, the... What what do we want to say about this stuff? I don't think it's... uh, I think it's okay, but I don't think it's the best solution out there. Yeah, so I don't know exactly how this is going to work, because the only problem I have with this is, first of all, you know, we heard a lot of bad talk about, uh, like, the Wii U. People were like, well, you know, why would you want to have a controller like this and all this? But then you see the other 
the other console makers do the same thing with theirs. So obviously it's not as bad as everyone's talking about. <laughs> um, secondly, you know, it's going to be a hard thing to actually use because not everyone is going to have a tablet. Not everyone's going to have the PlayStation Vita or another you know, thing. Consider on the Vita, your screen. So this is the Wii U screen, the Vita. I don't know. I, it's really small in comparison, right? Yeah. So this size screen People laughed at how big the screen was, but to do full console games, you need a screen about this big to, to be able to see stuff. On the Vita, I've heard some stories that some games just not working because there's really tiny text or it's just way too small for that type of a, a screen. So it's kind of hit and miss there. And it's not a direct connection to the console like the Wii U is. Uh, it's over the internet. Um, and you're going to have some experience of lag or something just not working right. In the OS, it's not designed as a touchscreen experience like the Wii U is because um, that's how Nintendo designed it, right? So on the on the Vita, there's stuff on the screen. You can't tap it, though, even though it's a touchscreen. So it's it, they may add that in the future, and that would be awesome because I really want to see that feature be awesome because I, I want people to be happy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so what, what else do you want to say about this stuff here? Um, yeah, and, you know, like, one of the last things is that when making games, I'm not sure that everyone who's uh, trying like to make a game for the smart glass or for the PlayStation Vita off-screen play is going to do that because you know not everyone's going to have that. Not everyone's going to have that straight out of the box like you do uh, with the Wii U. So sure. you might not want to put in the time to do that when you know that not everyone's going to have that. Yeah, that's true. I do say I will say that having both of these consoles with two two screen experiences maybe promotes the Wii U's idea better, and maybe you know they'll do some cool smart glass things and they'll put them on the Wii U, and the best way to play it will actually be on the Wii U because the screen's always right in front of you there. Because uh, in some like Pikmin three, they use the screen on the Wii U pretty much like smart glass. It's kind of sitting to the side for maps, and you can kind of go into it. We'd be playing on a different controller than Nunchuck and Wii Remote. So um, I'd say the Wii U is the best implementation of all this. I will also say the PS4 application. I think that's going to be pretty cool, being able to buy stuff from your iPhone for your PlayStation. It's a cool idea. And uh, there's definitely things Nintendo could learn from these other companies, but there's also things uh, the other companies could learn from Nintendo in this case, um, as far as building a controller with a screen around it. I think that's that's a really cool idea. Yeah. So, Um, yeah, what's next? Yeah, so the Xbox One, so this is kind of along the same lines um, as to what you already get straight out of the box. Um, Xbox One requires the Kinect. No? It doesn't require. No, it does not require. They require you to buy it. It comes with the bundle. But uh, you cannot plug it in. Okay. And I think the only instance where it requires it is the game DVR movie studio editor. That um, if you don't have it plugged in, I'll tell you to plug it in because it wants it plugged in for some odd reason. Okay. Yeah, so that changed. I know that they changed a lot over about the end of the summer because. Yeah, they had a funny launch here. That was, yeah. Uh, we could do a whole show of that launch here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But uh, okay, so they don't require the Kinect. However, it does come with it, which probably raises the price up to that uh, uh, $499. So. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation 4 camera and uh, the microphone are sold separately. 
So, I mean, that's 60 bucks, right? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how much that is. And that's a good 60 bucks to spend if you're a Twitch streamer type person, because the coolest thing about that camera is when you do Twitch streaming, you'll just have yourself on the video stream, which is great if you're into that stuff. So I think uh, that's pretty cool. That's a cool way to use the camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be nice to have that. So if you have Blazing 4, I would definitely pick that up. Um, it's just kind of not the best decision, I think, if you want. If they're trying to compete, uh, you know, it seems like these two consoles are trying to compete with each other. Why not include that in your Um They're not, though. Already? I mean, no? PlayStation's all about the gamers. Come here, gamers. We love you. And yeah. Microsoft's like... Hey, grandma, with your TV, come here. You might play some games, but <laughs> well, I kind of think that the two were were competing over the summer, and that uh, Sony decided to drop the camera out of they, uh, the they by E three. They knew not to include the camera. Okay, yeah, just the speculation I have. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, they obviously. If you don't include it with the system, it's not going to be a big system feature. So developers won't really support it that much. I feel. Kind of like with if you know with um, PlayStation Move that was not a big factor because of that. Yeah, um, I should also say the PS4 controller has this a Move controller kind of built into it as well as uh, touchpad. So I'm not sure how that'll be used in the future, but um, uh, Sony put every every kind of sensor into that controller, and we'll see what happens with that over the next few years. Um, what else? Uh, so voice commands is a big part of the Xbox interface. You can do some stuff with PS4 as far as microphone input, but not as much. Uh, and it doesn't work as well. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard some good things um, with the connect, uh, the voice Except for the funniest thing is all these gamers are watching like live streams of like, you know, gaming events. And whenever they say, you know, the Xbox word, they don't like <laughs> pause their YouTube video or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's silly that the um, I don't know, it's silly that the console can't tell it's coming out of the speakers versus coming out of a person's mouth. I don't know if they could do that at all. Yeah, I think it's possible because, for example, uh, with your phone, if you're doing like FaceTime or something, you play anything through through your speakers on on your iPhone, um, it will automatically cancel any sound coming out. Um, so so I know it's possible. Yeah, I just it's one of the funniest <laughs> things out there. It's like, ah, Xbox. That if you're on a live stream playing, you know, you can just like I, I've heard this on Giant Bomb. You know, the, they said Xbox off, and it's like they have the power to turn off thousands of Xbox ones <laughs> all at the same time because all these people watching. It. Yeah, uh, it's kind of great. <laughs> kind of great. Um, yeah. It's backwards compatibility. Um, Microsoft seems that Microsoft and both Sony don't seem to like it too much. Uh, Microsoft uh, kind of put it down, saying like you're kind of stupid if you want that feature. Because to me, Nintendo's been the only one to kind of implement this properly. Uh, and what I mean by that is the PS3 and Xbox 360 both had a list of titles in which were backwards compatible. It wasn't every single game. Nintendo on the Wii, if you had an original Wii with the GameCube in uh, support, played every GameCube game, supported every accessory pretty much, and it just worked. Same thing with the Wii U. Every Wii game works 100%. There's no list of games. 
And instead of Sony and Microsoft trying to do what Nintendo did, they went the other direction and just yanked it out. Uh, I think Sony will add Gaikai streaming to do a kind of workaround to that, but for now, it's just not there. Yeah, um, I'm not sure why this is, especially with the way that the consoles are set up now. You know, the PlayStation 3 and the 360 are still being played pretty frequently. You know, there's still a lot of games being sold on those. Um, and the people that have built up their libraries, you know, over the past, you know, seven the main eight reason years or is, is, of course, cost. It's, yeah. it's running on different architectures. So you'd have to basically, this is what, uh, you basically would have to do, you'd have to build a PS3 into your PS4. That would raise the price and size of the console considerably. And, you know, that's what they actually did with the original PS3s. They had some PS2 chips in there to make it work, and they just decided, hey, this isn't worth it. Let's just give up on that. Yeah. Which sucks. It really does. Yeah. It it really is just, uh, I mean, I I understand why they would do that. It's just something that hurts the consumer. Because uh, I would, I would have considered buying a PS4 if it had PS3 compatibility. Because I never owned a PS3, and uh, you know, why not? You know, at that point, if it's backwards compatible, but not having backwards compatible just like kills it as a proposition for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, the controller is backwards compatible, though, so you can hook up your PS4 controller to your PS3, which is actually kind of tempting because I hate the PS3 controller. So yeah, maybe that is something I eventually do when the PS3 is like. 50 bucks in clearance. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the 360 was $99 on Black Friday, which I did not get, but uh, they're getting low down there in price on the sale is. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we use fully backwards compatible, of course. Um, and it has the virtual console as well. And the virtual console is going to play the NES games, the SNES yeah. games. <laughs> it rocks. Um, the Xbox... Okay, so your next note here is that home entertainment kind of in uh, as far as a focus of what the console's all about. Yeah, so although it does play games, the Xbox One does have this focus on home entertainment to where, you know, uh, you can switch between your TV, as we talked about, um, uh, switch between your cable TV when you're playing games. Uh, also, um, they were focused on the uh, like a football streaming thing, like NFL Network. Yeah, it's basically them. the best way to describe it is they want a PC in your living room. So they have Skype, they have entertainment through TV, they have fantasy football. They they want to build like I think an app ecosystem for the TV and become the go to smart TV box. I'm not sure if that approach will win or or not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll just have to see. How well people use, or how much people use it, whether they actually like it. Yeah, and the um, PS, PS4, it's a pure gaming box. It has Netflix, that kind of stuff. But it, it's for, it's for gaming. And yeah. Same thing with the Wii U. It's a gaming box that has Hulu, YouTube, and Netflix. But it's a gaming box. Yep. And I like gaming boxes. I don't want a big uh, convoluted system that does everything. Um, the only way I would like that is if the Apple TV was built into my Wii U somehow, and that would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that would ever work because <laughs> they're two different companies and I don't want either of those to merge. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that would be bad for both companies, I think. Um, so, um, the games, as, as far as the P's, the P's. <laughs> um, Nintendo games, pretty much are all 1080p now on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, but on Xbox One, um, like 720p, I think, right? 
Yeah. So I don't so really we, care about this, but so <laughs> do. yeah. So I, mean, I just wanted to point this out a little, a little bit of a comparison with the Wii U. You know, all games I've played play in 1080p. Um, there was Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts though, did play at uh, lower than 1080p. I'm not sure why they did something weird, like uh, it was in the 600s or something like that. Okay. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, PlayStation 4, um, I've heard that everything plays in 1080p. The Xbox One, though, I've heard that a lot of games are only playing in 720p. Um, I was talking about this with a friend earlier, and he has a little bit of a speculation that it could be that um, the system is taking up a little bit too much of the resources to where, you know, it might not be possible to run games at full 1080p all the time. So I don't buy that though. No, you don't. I just think it's lazy development. No, I could definitely see it happening. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> why would it be on the PlayStation Four running 1080p? We and should also note both the of these Xbox. systems can output 4K video if it's on a, like a a video, not in a game, but yeah. the video itself. I'm not sure you need a special cable for that or how that would work, but that's built into the system at some point. Um, what's next? What's next for today's? Well, start looking at the uh, actual sales of the systems and what types of games they have. Sure. Um, so this is current as of November twenty third, which was the stuff I could find. Yeah, uh, the most current stuff. And this stuff is, I mean, it's it's as close as we'll get. I mean, there's more consoles being sold every day, and uh, the. Unless quarterly earnings happen, you know, there's only but so much reporting that goes on, except for big press releases, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we'll put that uh, disclaimer on this, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, as far as the global hardware totals, this is what it was as of November 23rd. The Wii U uh, has 4.4 million consoles, um, 1.6 million for the Xbox One, 2.1 million for the PlayStation 4, 39.6 million for the 3DS, and 6.6 million for the PlayStation Vita. 5.5. Is, is it 5? Yeah. 6.6. No? It's five That's a 6. <laughs> that's definitely a 5. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's a 6. Wow. Okay. 6.6. How do you do that right on an iPad, man? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the state of things. The Wii U, people, it hasn't been selling great. It really hasn't. Because um, it's been out a year, right? And yeah. The, the probably about three and a half million of those were within the first couple months, I'd say. Yeah, um, but sales, sales are, are cranking up again. I mean, Super Mario 3D World is actually selling a lot of consoles, and it, it is improving from that end. And currently, it's the there's more Wii U's out there than the other two systems. So yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, it's pretty obvious the Wii U's not doing well. But I mean, like you said, it I is think it's improving. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for it to improve and get their message out and that it actually exists because I don't think a lot of people know about it. But I think. It's 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 getting better every day as far as that yeah. things. I think it's definitely starting to pick up because I was playing my Wii U today and on the uh, uh, the little plaza, you know, when we start up the Wii U, it shows the top ten titles. One thing I noticed is that uh, New Super Mario Bros. U was actually not on there for a while, and it came back. So that's uh, I can kind of tell that you know the the New Super Mario Bros. Well, the bundles, Wii U yeah. console bundle is starting to pick up sales. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I yeah, I think it's definitely improving. Um, I won't try to be around the bush, though. It, it's not been a good year sales-wise. I think part of that has been everyone's been waiting for these 
two other next gens and now they're all out we kind of got the price layout of what this landscape is and these other two consoles i think kind of highlight gaming as an industry still being there and people in the stores may wander across a wii u especially if they're in a toys r us or a you know something not a best buy because you know it's best buy it's not, not very well advertised there. Um, I should say it. The, I did pick up a um, an Elgato capture system and uh, a, another 3ds XL, my sixth of the year. Um, but when I was in there, there were five to ten we used being picked up and held for the pickup. This was on Cyber Monday, and there was like one PS4, one Xbox One, one PS3, and one Wii. So Wii U, I mean, at least online pickups, it was, it was a, it was a great deal number of them. So it seems that at least my location there, they they were the most uh, of the of the pre-orders or not pre-orders but pickups. Yeah. So anyways, you know that's good to hear. I haven't uh, really seen a lot of them being sold around my stores. Um, they don't seem so. I don't see them being like at the checkout register. But if yeah. you look at the um, if you pick up something up for an in-store pickup, I uh, look at the shelf. Heck of a lot of Wii's on the shelf, which is cool to see. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, launch lineups is something that I want to talk about. I'm not sure when you want to talk about that um, now or if you want to go into software sales or what do you want to do next. Yeah, so we can talk about the uh, about the launch titles. Because, so, yeah, I yeah. think it's around 30 each, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, around there. Um and what the, the highest rated one, we should say, was probably Super Mario uh, for the Wii U. New Super Mario Brothers U, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, on the Wii U, we'll start with that, I guess, because that was the yeah. first to launch last year. Um, and these are all launch day games. Uh, same day, not window, which includes second three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, we're not going to go through this whole list, but just to point out the big ones, I would say. Yeah. Um, we got Assassin's Creed 3, Batman Arkham City Armored Edition, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, um, FIFA, uh, Soccer 13, um, Madden NFL 13, Mass Effect 3, uh, NBA 2K13, New Super Mario Brothers U, uh, Nintendo Land, of course, uh, Sonic All-Star Racings, greatly overlooked game. Um, and the, and Zombie U, of course, that was a big one. So those were the ones that I would highlight as the really big ones out of the 30 to 40 that are out there. Um, did I miss any from that list that you think deserve mention? Um, no. Okay. I'm all, yeah. And from that list, I'd say, I mean, Zombie U, I think, is the, the, the question for a lot of people is like, you know, do I buy a system just to play one game? And is gaming that much different because I'm on this new system? And I think for Wii U, there's... I think Zombie U is an example of this is a new gaming experience that you haven't had before. I also think that Nintendo Land, if you have local multiplayer people here, another experience you won't get elsewhere because of the uh, the dual screen being so, so nice. And the new Mario game... The uh, being HD, I think that that brought a lot of new experiences, and I think those are the best of the series. So I think that's three games right away that are really solid and are unique to the system. And then all the other ones that I think are just really solid games that uh, I haven't played a lot of these before. So um, yeah, so that's what I'll say about that. I guess. 
Yeah. Uh, one thing that I did not like about the launch of the Wii U is that Nintendo left it up to third party to show off what the console could actually do rather than, uh, you know, come out with a game, first party game that, you know, showed off the features of, of what the system and the controller could do together. Yeah, I mean, it didn't Nintendo land, but that wasn't the best. Yeah. I wanted a single-player experience, right? Yeah. I mean, I think Nintendo did land was their attempt at that, but I think it failed miserably. Um, I think the Mario game really demonstrated well the off-TV play stuff, but again, it didn't demonstrate the gamepad. I think Zelda was a great example. Zelda Wind Waker was a great example of why the gamepad rocks. It's not going back and forth between the map and the, the waters. That is yeah. nice. Really nice. And I think Pikmin 3 was another example of, wow, this is really great having the second screen here. So I think they came just not right away kind of thing. Yeah. So in Zombie U, yeah, fantastic game that everyone should play that has a Wii U. I haven't played through it all. I've, you know, it's, it's a scary game. I, can, I, I get too scared to play that one. So, yeah, I haven't even picked that one up yet. So, so good. When I'm, when I'm playing it, it's great. I just, I just get so <laughs> tense. I need, I need like a big long vacation where I can get tense for a day and not and be able to not sleep, you know? <laughs> so anyways, uh, PlayStation four launch launch, uh, lineup here. Some, uh, a couple of good ones, but, uh, I should say it's a much smaller list than Nintendo had. Yeah. And one of the things about the next two consoles is that a lot of these games are also on the previous gen as well. So they kind of release simultaneously. So I'm trying to count. It's around 25 yeah. to 30. <laughs> um, yeah, so as you said, yeah, uh, not a whole lot of reason to upgrade to this PS4 or Xbox One if you're looking for brand new games not available anywhere else because these are available on your PS3 and Xbox 360 for the most part, not entirely. Um, Got to start the list with Angry Birds Star Wars, of course. Uh, why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, ba- uh, Battlefield 4, piece of crap game I've heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4, pretty good I've heard. Um, we've got Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, which is also on Wii U and uh, Xbox One and the 360 and PS3, that kind of stuff. We've got FIFA 14. Uh, Flower, which is cool. It's an indie title. If you bought it on the PS3, you get an upgraded HDDDDD version of the PS4. <laughs> uh, so that's a cool thing. So they don't yeah. have backwards compatibility, but certain games like this, they'll actually give you a free upgrade too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Killzone Shadowfall, uh, Knack. Um, we of course have the Lego Marvel Superheroes, Mad 25, NBA 2K 14, the crappy NBA Live 14, <laughs> uh, Need for Seed Rivals. Heard that was really good. The Playroom, which is a Sony game that comes if you buy the camera, and it's just a virtual reality kind of game that looks kind of kind of cool. Uh, Resogun, uh, a fun like, kind of. I don't know, space shooter type thing that looks kind of cool, an indie title. And um, I think those are the big ones to talk about there. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say about this? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it seems like a lot of these games, I think it was kind of this way across all, all of the consoles. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of launch titles that I was super excited for. That's part of the reason why I didn't get my Wii U until this year. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't a whole lot that was like, you know, really wanting you to go out and pick up the console right away. Yeah. Yep. Zombie U is great, but, you know, it's not like a, oh, I want to go play this right away kind of thing. For some people, it was, you know. Yeah. And so much you are into survival horror. 
Um, but Knack and I think Killzone were the two big ones for that launch. Yeah. And yeah, they received okay scores. So Xbox One. Um, once again, you see similar titles here. Assassin's Creed 4, Black uh, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, they have Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, the Forza Motorsport 5. That's probably the big one for that uh, console. Killer Instinct, Madden NFL 25, NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, Rise, Son of Rome, where you play out of movie, basically. Xbox Fitness, and Zoo Tycoon, which I actually heard was quite good. So I think that the standouts from this launch, Zoo Tycoon, oddly enough, I think Xbox Fitness may be cool. I'm not sure how good that is compared to the, uh, to the Wii Fit U, um, uh, as far as fun factor goes. Uh, and Killer Instinct and the Forza were the big ones, I think, there. But uh, it is noticeable that all these lists are smaller than the Wii U's list. Um, just pointing that out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Any 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 comments on any of these la- on just launch lineups and that kind of stuff in general? Um, yeah, one of the things you know is that with the Wii U, you also had the uh, virtual console library, and you had you had the Wii. You know, yeah, and then you had all your Wii games and I your Wii Super Mario console. Galaxy was the first time on Wii U. Yeah. yeah. So like transferring over to the Wii U, I felt like I didn't lose a whole lot of games. I feel like if I get you know PlayStation Four or something, I might. Start from scratch. Like, really. Yeah, yeah, you're starting all over. Um, so, yep, for sure. Something to keep in mind. So, with that said, um, do you want to talk about software sales over this past year? Oh, yeah. So, well, not the past year, but what what is this? Monthly? Yeah, so, or? this is um, also as of November 23rd of this year. Um, mm-hmm. This was the top games. Um, I should say, top- Aaron. Why is Pokemon not on this list? They sold, I think, um, two million. Yeah, I may have pulled absent. Yeah, I may have pulled the wrong. Uh, well, I'm looking at it, it's a weekly software one. Okay, so, so, so this was for the week. week of November 23rd. Yeah, yeah. So probably should have pulled some some different charts. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is well, just kind so of for that week of of like the launches. So so at this point, all of the Next gen consoles were were out. Yep. Um, so Call of Duty Ghost is on there three times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Xbox One, 360, and PS3. Uh, we have Legend uh, Zelda: Link Between Worlds at number three with 471,000 copies. Battlefield Four sadly is on there. Crappy <laughs> game. Um, Forza Five, and Forza Five. I I just wanted to mention this. I heard a funny uh, comparison. You know, on the N64. We had these wonderful things called cheat codes when we want to unlock really awesome stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, now it's called microtransactions. That's how you get the awesome stuff. There aren't cheat codes anymore for Xbox One. You actually have to pay to unlock things. Well, Is there's microtransactions in Forza 5, and I think there's certain things that you have to microtransaction your way into. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, so... N64, you'd have these cheat codes. It's like, oh, I want to you know, unlock everything and do weird stuff, and you could do that through cheat codes. Um, now it's it's they don't have that ability anymore. Kind of thing. I don't like this new name microtransaction. It's basically paying. Yeah, yeah, you're paying <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, your sixty dollar game is actually a hundred dollar game. Sure, putting the putting the word micro in front of transaction. <laughs> Ten dollar microtransactions. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Super Mario 3D World, number seven, at 381,000 copies. Not bad for such a small install base there. Um, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Xbox One, FIFA 14, Xbox One, and a PS3 game, Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns, so it's kind of the third in that series. Okay, cool, cool. Um, now on the Wii U. Yeah. What uh, what can be said about uh, the Wii U? It is great. Yes, the Wii is great. <laughs> we're we're kind of biased here, but because uh, I, um, I like it, you know, it's yeah. biased. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think you'll kind of see here why why we're biased. With it. First of all, it has lower specs in comparison to the other two consoles. But, you know, Nintendo knows, and a lot of third-party developers have made some really great-looking games for the Wii U, even though it doesn't have the same hardware capabilities. as it's the more the numbers games. when it comes to making good-looking yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have to know what you're working with to be able to make something. And like great that. art design really does help out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, also, uh, another great thing is just the size of the games themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know... An amazing looking game, you'd think, oh, that must be 20, 30, 40 gigabytes. But Nintendo, it's, uh, we'll do that in our two gigabytes because we know how to code games that aren't bloated, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even though, you know, the Wii U does have a 25 gig uh, kind of disc, they don't really need that. You know, I mean, they could easily go back to like a DVD size and still. So push out some pretty great. I games. mean, I would like that because it's nice yeah, to have yeah, well, just... locally. It's amazing how far I can stretch a 32 <laughs> gigabyte, you know, solid state drive in there. I've been using it all year. It's yeah. not filled up. I do use discs quite a bit, but still, I've been buying DLC for Pikmin. I've been, I bought Zelda. You know, I, I've bought some stuff for that, and it's still not full, full at all. You know. Yeah. Anyways, um, the I also love the disc. The disc is so ra- so curved and yeah. It's, it's soft, nice, it has a soft yeah. feel. Yes, the, the Wii U disc is so great. Um, and the hardware design, people uh, kind of criticized it at first because it looked too much like the Wii. Yeah, there's a little bit of criticism. It's a rounded Wii, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's a rounded Wii. Um, I think it looks really nice. You know, really simple design. It's really, I mean, the the criticism that I have about, um, about the VCR kind of design for uh, like the Xbox One, is that it, it's it's too big. It's it's just a box. I wouldn't have room. Uh, speaking of honestly, I wouldn't have room for the Xbox One on my entertainment set. It'd be too big for <laughs> what's over there. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas like the Wii U, you know, it it is this really simple kind of box with rounded edges, but it's it's very thin. It's small, compact. Doesn't take up much space. You know, that's kind of what they focused on was to just give you what you need without you know this huge box take up your whole shelf. So. Yeah. And it, is, it has a vertical stand, and I use that because it takes up a lot less space, and it looks nice that way. Yeah. Um, so another thing to point out, um, I guess I should also say there is a coin battery inside your Wii U to save stuff when it's unplugged. So I just want to mention <laughs> that. Um, but there is this thing called Deluxe Digital Promotion on the Wii U where 10% back of all digital purchases get back to you through a gift card kind of thing. Pretty yeah. cool if you had a deluxe uh, system, which most people got out there. I believe that goes for two years. Is that right? Yeah, end of 2014, yeah. we'll lose that, sadly. So yeah. buy up now while you can. <laughs> and give the 20% off eShop gift cards this week until Saturday to yeah. make that 30% off. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, anyways, uh, uh, as far as controllers and what was included with this console and not included, perhaps, uh, they gave you the gamepad, of course. Wonderful gamepad. And what? They gave you the Wii Sensor Bar. They gave you the stand. They gave you uh, a cradle to charge this. They gave you a just stand uh-huh. to put on the floor while you're exercising with Wii Fit U. Uh, <laughs> what else did they give you? Uh, I just noticed that when you turn the yellow, it's it's checking for spot pass, I guess. <laughs> and I don't know if there was any other things, but there's definitely a lot, a lot of accessories. I, I believe on the Wii U box, it has ten items that were included. Um, so on the kind of side of the box, there's ten items. Um, yeah, the so, HDMI cord. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, the HDMI cord. I thought that was the best thing ever when I picked up my Wii U. I was so happy to see there was an HDMI cord in there. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the nice thing about the Wii U, it comes with everything that you need except for the TV. I mean, you just using <laughs> a plug-in. And well, well, you don't even need a TV. Oh yes, that's right. You just turn this on and you know start. <laughs> well, I should say you need TV to sync this up at first. But after that, throw away your TV. You don't need it, really. Yeah, you don't even need a TV to play this console. Yeah, just so. bring it to the airport, plug it in, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it has everything you need straight out of the box to start playing. And one of the nice things is it supports controllers, you know, all the way through the through the Wii lifespan. You can use your Wiimote, your Nunchuck, the Class Controller, uh, the Class Controller Pro, and the new Pro Controller, the GamePad, Um yeah. Just, the SNES controller. Yeah, the SNES controller for the From Wii. Club Nintendo Japan. <laughs> yes. So, yes, so, I've got literally probably 10 to 20 controllers that I can use with Wii U. Yeah. And one <laughs> of the really nice things about that is today I was even playing Donkey Kong Country Returns. A friend told me, you know, I'm like, man, these controllers are a little bit hard to get used to. I'm using the, uh, like, the nunchuck and stuff. And he's like, oh, you can just take the controller and just use, uh, uh, like, the Wii remote and turn it sideways. And I was like, well, let me try that out. And I used it, and I prefer playing that game that way. So much yeah. easier. So, yeah. Well, thank goodness we'll be using Pro Controllers and Game Pads for the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can, you know, switch it up and see what works best for you in a, yep. in a lot of situations. And the Wii U has full backwards compatibility, as we all know. So you can jump in the Wii OS and play Wii games and virtual console games. I've been playing A Link to the Past via that mechanism. And you can even throw your Wii OS on your gamepad to do off-screen TV play um, with this as a TV, basically. So that's another pretty cool backwards compatibility feature. Um, what else? What else here? Um, yeah, as we already spoke about this, you know, the Wii does focus on playing games, not so much about, you know, having just like the, the highest performance and graphics you can have, you know, playing all your Blu-rays and stuff like that. It's really just focusing on playing playing your games. It's a game console. What do you yeah. want? What do you want? Yeah. What do you want, guys? It's a game <laughs> yeah. console. So, um, uh, Miiverse is fantastic, and that's coming yes. to 3DS uh, tomorrow night, I believe. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. And- One of the things I really like about the Nintendo community is that they were able to have a Miiverse to where, you know, people can post things, you can draw if things. If I'm stuck in a I, game, I'll post it like, I'm stuck. What do I do? Yeah. And then like a couple <laughs> months later, it's like, oh, you do that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that you wouldn't be able to do that if you were on any other console. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't be, be able to. Involved, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to. There would be, be a lot of phalluses being drawn. Yes. 
Yeah. So it's a very different kind of community experience. I should say I did get tagged as I had a, a week that you spoiler because I posted an image of the golden calorie tracker. I had no idea that we fit you could have, have anything such as spoilers being an exercise what gave it the way it is. But evidently I posted the spoiler and they got flagged because of that. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, whatever. What else? Um, cost. It is by far the cheapest of these three uh, here in December 2013. It's $2.99. And it's a, it has great bundles. So it's got the Wind Waker bundle. It's got the Mario bundle. And so basically, subtract the cost of games. You're looking at 220 to 250 for your console, sort of. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and oh, also, um, a lot of the games, you know, they are priced lower than the $60. You know, a lot of games on the PlayStation, Xbox One are always going to be $60. It's kind of like the recommended cost. Awesome yeah. They do flexible pricing. So, like, um, yeah. Sonic was 50 bucks, Wind Waker was 50 bucks. You got, like, uh, uh, the Wario one was 40 And then you do have a lot of sales. I'm not sure if it's because of the poor sales of these games or some other reason, but there are a lot of sales that you can find for Wii U games. Yeah. Um, the game library, I mean, since it has been out for about a year. It's around it 100 is. games, I think, but now, right? Yeah. Yeah. People come on Best Buy, Amazon. And it's still still growing. I picked up this launch lineup game uh, a couple days ago. Oh the, wow! The James Bond <laughs> one. It's 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 not as bad of it as I heard it was. So we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, I heard some bad things hour. about that game. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the next hour. It's not as bad as that. But, <laughs> um. So why we love Nintendo out of all these these current systems out here? Yeah. So this is how we we'll close out the show, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of, you know, I was just thinking today, you know, why I am choosing Nintendo over any of the other consoles. You know, I kind of came up with this little thing. Um, we have we have talked about this before, why yeah. we are Nintendo folks. But yeah. we, we love talking about this. Yeah, so. I'm going to say it again. So I love Nintendo, you know, because it really does make playing games fun again. When I own the 360 and PlayStation 3, um, I started to see that I was focusing more on you know what the console could do and like um, playing games was getting more intense it wasn't as fun it was taking away from the content of the actual game and going into you know how i can beat this other person and things like that um and the console began to turn like home entertainment especially with the 360 you know i would play games and i would watch some netflix and you know stuff like that and it it wasn't it was kind of turning. I mean, there were even times I was playing movies on it, so it was kind of turning into that kind of what they wanted to, you know. This yeah, this that's what my brother uses it for. He uh, uses PS3 for Blu-ray and Netflix and that kind of stuff. He doesn't use it to play games hardly ever. Yeah, um, and for me, you know, I would I like Nintendo because it allows me to play games on it, and it lets my other devices do what they're meant to do, play like their video content, which is why I have them like Apple TV. That's why I have it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, you know, makes playing games less complicated. I don't feel like they're so complex to where, uh, I mean, there are some games on, on some other consoles that, you know, there's so much to it instead of just playing the game and having this, uh, just making them fun again, as I see 
Nintendo do. And uh, really the number one reason why I enjoy playing Nintendo is because it just offers this uh, kind of unique experience I can't find anywhere else from, from generation to generation. Um, and I've said this all the time, you know, I play games. It was happening like today. I was playing a game and I was laughing out loud and having fun. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm 26 years old, Nintendo Some levels in Nintendo creates. <laughs> You'll just be laughing there for like five minutes. It's like, yeah. what crazy Japanese man thought of that? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, I mean, they can always make something bring a smile to your face and, and make you laugh. So, so why Nintendo? <laughs> I think this says enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing the cat ears for those that don't, aren't on the video version. Um, Nintendo, I will take these off because I feel like they <laughs> But Nintendo, only Nintendo would send out cat ears to GameStop to uh, yeah. promote their game. Like the, um, the, Their focus is fun, and that's what I game. Uh, that's what I like the game for. I like to escape into a magical, delightful uh, world that's filled with fun and delight and creativity. And pretty much every Nintendo game has that. And there's enough third-party games on the system where I've got some extra stuff to play, too. I mean, uh, so those are there, too. But besides that, I just like the whole Nintendo ecosystem, so to speak. Even though the eShops are separate on 3DS and Wii U, the interface between the two are so similar that I feel at home. It, it, it you know, I, I, it's a very simple to use interface. The games themselves are great. Um, what else? The virtual console. I love the controllers. I think are the best out there. Um, I, I love the way this is laid out. I love the joysticks up top. I think it's a great design pro controller as well. So, it's the whole package. It's also the fact that I do a lot of off-screen TV play, and that's a good way, part of why I'm why I'm such a huge Wii U fan is because I want to step up from the 3DS as far as the screen size while I'm at home, and the Wii U is that in many ways for me. So, um, yeah, it's all about the fun. It's all about the fun. So that's Nintendo. And, and yeah. yeah. So December 2013. Uh, we are now in current-gen console territory, Wii U, PS4, and Xbox One. And next Christmas, next December, I'm really curious what the landscape will look like because it'll be drastically different with all these software updates and game releases. And I'm just really excited to see what 2014 will bring bring to us. So, any final comments for today's December 2013 kind of state of affairs? <laughs> Uh, uh, stop saying the Wii U is not next gen, people. It's, it's all <laughs> current gen. Yeah, that's all, all I have to hear. The PS4 is current gen. The Xbox One's current gen. <laughs> PS3 is last gen. That's like eight years old last gen. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I hear a lot of that. You know, people say like Nintendo isn't isn't next gen. By generation, I kind of like. I thought it was. I, I might be stupid, but I thought it's like all these systems are out at the same time during the same release cycle. Kind of like how the N64 and PlayStation 1 were the same, right? Same release yeah. cycle. Yeah. Like, that's a generation. I mean, yeah. they're, they're competing for the same people <laughs> or the same timeline of years. So yeah. I don't get the stupid people out there that try to make it more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it did bring a new experience as far as uh, the second screen play and all that stuff. And 
they do look the games look a lot better than they do on PS3 and Xbox 360. So yep. there you go. Anyways, that's enough for this episode. We will be back in two seconds for the next um, for the level show tonight. Uh, Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? You can find me uh, on YouTube, uh, Meverse, Twitter at al Rivera zero five eight. Very and, cool. Uh, oh, Go sorry. Ahead. And if you have been checking the show notes uh, in the past, I got a new 3ds friend code for some reason, so I will have that on there as well. Oh yes, I need <laughs> that from you to put that in there. Yes. Um, so uh, we do broadcast these live every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern over at YouTube.com slash T-C-H-A-T-E-N. Also on the Google Plus community, if you search for the Nintendo Club podcast, you can find the live stream there. And that's it for now. Uh, stay tuned for uh, the next episodes that will be coming out. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Hello, people. My name is Peter Bird. And I am the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network.